In the past few days, more than 1,500 vehicles that were inundated with floodwaters have been towed away from random spots where they eventually washed up. And there are still more being towed, and there's thousands of others who are, that are sodden as well. So what happens to them now? Well, joining us now is Tony Everett from the MTA. Kia ora, Tony. Where do all these waterlogged cars go? <laughs> Good evening, uh, Lisa. Um, well, look, uh, there's a process, and um, if they're insured, uh, the insurer will arrange to transport the car away, put into a yard or storage compound for assessment. So that's the start of the process. If they're not insured, it's a little bit less formal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Tony, people will wonder, if a car has water in it, is it automatically a write-off? No. No, write-off is actually a specific term relating to insurance. And it broadly means that the insurance company looks at it, evaluates the cost to repair. If they think it's financially worthwhile, they will repair it. If it's not financially uh, worthwhile, they'll write it off, meaning they'll pay out the owner and then dispose of the car through other channels. So some will be fixable. Again, curious, um, the ones that aren't, why? Where is the line there? Is it the volume of water? Is it getting into a particular part of the vehicle? What is the situation? Well, at a, at a very sort of simplistic level, if water has got into the passenger compartment, um, it's probably going to be a write-off because a lot of the wiring runs along through the uh, channels underneath the doors and underneath the carpets and things like that. And so once you get electronic componentry wet, then over time it will develop corrosion and suddenly things stop working. And And that is just simply not fixable, Tony? Well, to fix it, it potentially is everything's fixable, Um, but it's very expensive because conceptually the um, whole wiring harness, all of the wiring in the car has to be pulled out and replaced with another clean wiring harness. It is a very labour-intensive job, and it's not cheap. That's why it results in a lot of write-offs. Given the numbers of these vehicles, right, there's hundreds of them, the ones that can be fixed, are we going to have the parts to do the repairs? Well, uh, normally I'd say yes. Um, there's, there's plenty of parts in the country, um, unless it's a very new car, which is new to the market and hasn't... Um, had much history in New Zealand to this point. But by and large, yes, we will have um, parts. Okay, so given there are so many of these vehicles, let's say you were looking at, at buying a car, not not related to the flood, but you want a car. I mean, how do you protect yourself against this? Because ones that are not completely written off, um, how do you know that you're looking at a, a, a potentially flooded car? Well, if it, is, if it has been insured, it's most likely it will be written off. So that's part one. Part two, if it's um, not insured, then the, the, an insurance company is therefore not involved and the owner of the car will make a decision as to what they do. Is it a total loss? Um, will they try and flog it off? Uh, will they even try and get it repaired? There's all sorts of things that go on in that space. So if so, someone's trying to flog it off, what do you need to be looking out for so you don't get caught out? Oh, well, obviously look for tide marks. Um, Dampness, if you open the doors, um, does it smell wet or damp? Uh, is it fogging up? They're some of the obvious things. Um, less obvious it would be that if the car's been thoroughly cleaned, um, vacuumed, disinfected, you know, carpets taken out and dried and all of that sort of behaviour, 
then you may have to get a more invasive um, inspection on the car where people pull out the door panels and look for signs of damage under there, etc. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's not cut and dried. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, I suppose, with a number written off, people will be out there in the market, right? Uh, what's mm-hmm. this going to do to prices and how is the supply of second-hand vehicles in particular? Um, well, supply of vehicles is not too bad. Yes, we've been through a period of COVID-related that's led to some shortages um, in the new new vehicle sector, as well as the used, and pricing has gone up in the used. So there's a number of issues to confront there. Um, but we would always say from the Motor Trade Association that the safest pathway is to buy off a dealer. Um, now, people for a whole list of reasons choose to buy privately. So if you buy off a dealer, you do have uh, consumer law protections. So if you buy it and something goes wrong down the track a bit, then you've got potential redress. If you buy privately, it's pretty much you don't have anything. Um, You're on your own, and it's very much more a buyer beware situation. Thank you for your time, Tony. That's Tony Everett from the Motor Trade Association, Auckland Transport, um, has said today 1,500 flood-damaged vehicles have been towed, 88 so far today, 450 that they're aware of that still need to be towed. So there's a bunch of them out there.